Hello everyone and welcome to some more Naya Wrestling! It is us, that's right, the Royal Wii! Mark Sylvester, along with, with me as always, the best in the world, Loser Quest Tony! <laughs> this feels like a, uh, like a oxymoron, the best Loser Quest! Yeah. <laughs> best and loser, they don't work together. <laughs> they, they do for you Tony, mate. Well, they do for you, you are oh, the best loser in the world. The best loser there is. <laughs> thank you. No worries, thank mate. You. We should do We Are The Champions, but then have it as with you. <laughs> oh no, you are the champion. We are the uh, losers. Yes. <laughs> no time for winners, because we are the losers. Oh, yeah. of the world <laughs> yeah definitely yes, sounds indeed. like a good plan indeed mate indeed so how you been Tony you been alright yeah I've not been working I've been off so I've been very good <laughs> about a week off but yeah not too bad how about you yeah been good thanks yeah. mate been good been working as always editing you know the usual bollocks and yeah yeah yeah, yeah just the usual stuff and talking of work mate can you believe it hell is frozen over hell is frozen over Yes, uh, CM Punk is now back in WWE. There you go, yeah, I just discovered... Well, I didn't just discover that, I knew about it, I'd heard about it. <laughs> I, well, I was going on to Tony about it ever since it happened. I was like, Tony, guess what, I know you don't like wrestling, but fuck it. <laughs> well, you kind of, but you do, but you don't. I was like, he's, he's back, Tony, he's back. I was like, he's oh my God, he's back. <laughs> it was so, so cool. Yeah. So what, what I thought we would do today, guys, is we would do a comparison of his AW debut and his return to WWE. So yeah. what we're going to do first of all, Tony, we're going to talk about his AW debut yeah. back on the first dance on an episode of Rampage. Chicago's own CM Punk. Jeez. 
The hometown hero has come home after seven years. He's back amongst his AEW family and his family here in Chicago. from CM Punk, the newest addition to All Elite Wrestling in just one minute and 30 seconds. You've waited this long to hear from CM Punk. You only have to wait 90 seconds more. CM Punk is in AEW. But how did you find that um, reaction to, from the crowd and all that kind of stuff? It's kind of like, I'd feel very intimidated if I was him. I mean, that's his, that's his thing. He's meant to be there to entertain, I guess, and like play to a crowd but my god there's enough people chanting at you <laughs> yeah i know kind of like cool... cult-like <laughs> yeah because uh, funny because personality is yeah 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 because uh, uh backstory with this one is like he left the wwe back in 2014 didn't wrestle or do anything wrestling related for a good six years did a show called backstage for wwe slash fox because WWE are, show, are being shown on Fox at the moment. Oh, okay. And then in 2021, seven years later on, that's why they had the 3,000 odd days to show how many days they haven't wrestled or been involved oh, yeah. in wrestling. I did, and I then, did wonder what that... Yeah, I saw the um, number, but... Yeah. And then now after seven years, he's back. And that's why everyone was so happy because of that, oh my God, he's back yeah. and that kind of thing as well. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> the, the reaction from people was mad. But yeah, I, I get it. Like, people... Well, especially with wrestling, because obviously when you've got other like sports or stuff, people will mostly go for a team, right? Rather than they they, they do idolize specific people, but with this, you don't really have teams, do you? So no, no, yeah, you got no. The only only team you would have in a sense would be a tag team or a faction, but that's yeah. more of like Sorry, not like a bit... like yeah. It's, and then it's yeah. like you go to city to city, and people like who they like. As yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> it's mad how like I feel like he was kind of in awe as well at moments, just kind of. Soaking it all in, you know. Oh yeah, because you yeah. got to think he was he was kind of a bit like how they're going to react to me considering I haven't wrestled for seven years, considering how I kind of said I hate wrestling. We never go back to it because obviously at the time when he left in 2014 from the E, 
he was very much negative about wrestling, negative about them in general, negative about a lot of different things, which obviously is yeah. understandable from when you hear the podcast, you can understand why. And then through that, there was lawsuits and all these other bollocks as well. Yeah, um, put a sour taste in your mouth, isn't it? Just one yeah. like, and, bad experience, I guess. And then hearing that reaction from the crowd, he was like, oh my God, you do you do remember me, you do yeah, love yeah. me. And then it was <laughs> made him... I mean, he, that guy who was crying, I'm like... It actually shows the raw emotion of what wrestling can do to someone. That yeah, yeah. their favorite wrestler's gone. No, he's come back. I'm yeah. like, I'll be honest. I, I was screaming. Yeah, I was screaming. Do you know really what? Loudly um, when, he, when he was back. So, so obviously, like, I'm, I'm very much more into like gaming is my thing, and I've got a comparison. Is the the moment at E3 2016 when Hideo Kojima came out at Sony? I feel like that's a similar comparison in a way because he had a really bad experience at Konami. Yeah. Then went away, and then after a couple years, it wasn't as long, granted, but he came back, and then his entrance on the stage was epic, and everyone was like, what the hell? Yeah. So it's kind of the similar kind of thing, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the same with like boxing and, and other big yeah, things, like yeah, even when Shigeru Miyamoto anyway. comes out, having that big reaction yeah, yeah. from the crowd as well yeah. was It insane. feels very similar to the Hideo Kojima way, in a sense, because of how yeah. his experience and the... yeah. Um, but you don't get many, you don't get a lot of people like that in gaming. But yeah, that was the thing I it reminded me of. So hmm. yeah, but yeah, no, it's it, it shows you how one person can, yeah, really shape something. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, because it was the first time in seven years him being back in a proper wrestling company, it was that it was that shocking moment because there was teasers about it and stuff, and obviously the whim of people saying best in the world, etc. People are like, all right, I'm going to buy tickets. They sold out the. United Center, which is the Chicago Bulls State uh, Arena, okay. in like literally on a whim, and then they chanted it. And first thing they did in the entire show was bring him out, which I think was the best thing to do because if they left it, it would just put a sour taste in people's mouths, oh, and then yeah. they would just it would just ruin the rest of the show. Yeah, hundred percent. They definitely needed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I love the him like actually interacting with the fans as well, not just like kind of putting on a show. He's actually going up to fans and hugging them. Yeah. And, yeah. And I like the fact as well with the commentary, they only said a few little bits. They didn't like overshadow his yeah, moment. They yeah. said, this is Jordan-esque. They said, uh, one of them said, oh my God, this is amazing. And yeah. then they kind of just left it out of, out like that. They didn't just go like this and this and this Constantly and this and this. talking over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they picked their moments. Yeah, which was good. Yeah, no, definitely. I love the uh, jumping into the crowd part as well. I did as well. Good. I thought it was really, yeah, really cool. Yeah. Uh, the, see, this reminds me of a time I went to see a guy called Benga. He's like one of the people who... Uh, really developed dubstep. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, like OG dubstep, not like what it evolved into. But I saw him in a, in a, like a basement club in, I can't remember where it was, but, um, yeah, he did a, it was like the short, it's the comparison so funny because it was the lowest ceilings you could imagine. Really? And he crowd surfed, but as he did it, he like kicked the decks and the music cut out and then the crowd oh, couldn't catch no. him. It was like, it's funny though. It's really good. <laughs> did you, were you, were you in the area to the catch I, I, no, I was, ne- I was on the other side of the, 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 turntable yeah or the decks like I was on the other end that's cool uh, but yeah it was funny yeah and that's the comparison with this huge arena and he just leaps in I know and um, did, how, I mean did you like the I love the security guards like Ooh. I know it was like okay he's fine now you're right and I also I love the I love the, the shots as well of just showing the size of the crowd and just the lighting oh, of the yeah. crowd too like you can just see that full arena screaming your name and yeah, stuff. And yeah. you can even see him welling up slightly as well because he yeah, was like yeah. oh my god you guys love me remember, yeah, remember yeah. me and stuff yeah no it's really cool yeah the 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 amount of people there is insane. Like, yeah, yeah. Man. Think about twenty one thousand were there. Crazy, the madness. Yeah, so, it is yeah, pure no. madness. Do you ever? You've been to like a big? What's the biggest wrestling match you've been to? 
uh, either WrestleMania 29, which he wrestled at, oh, nice. which is really annoying now because I've I've always used to tout saying I saw CM Punk's last WrestleMania match. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. I mean, I'm happy you're back, Punk, but fuck you, <laughs> Punk. But then, um, or maybe going to Wembley for all in that was quite a big experience, just because I was in Wembley Stadium. Oh, okay. But I think WrestleMania yeah. because of the the grandeur and like, yeah, the magnitude yeah. and stuff, yeah. and they actually had the band who do his theme tune, Live in Colour, perform there as well. Oh, nice. Before his match against The Undertaker. And then seeing Undertaker's entrance live was just insanely cool because it was always one of my bucket lists to see his entrance live at Mania. Yeah. And I got to see it. And it's he had like these flames coming up. He had these like people from hell trying to drag him down, down back to hell <laughs> and stuff. And then we lift... Have, you, have I ever shown you Undertaker? Yeah, and, I think and so. And then you know yeah. when he lifts his arm to lift the uh, lights back up? Oh, okay. It does it. But then there's like all the fireworks go off of, oh. on the stage and roof and stuff. <laughs> it was just so cool. That's crazy. And the stadium itself was really big. 90,000 people at Kaka uh, yeah. was there. It was at MetLife in, mm. in New Jersey. But yeah. Well, what about you, Tony? What's the biggest thing? Well, the biggest thing I've to? ever been to is Eminem at Wembley Stadium. Oh, so cool. he like the football ground, um, so that was packed full up, like for Eminem. Yeah, it was crazy. Like the atmosphere, like like in this, the atmosphere is insane. <laughs> it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that's the biggest thing I've ever been to. I was so happy to go to that because I love Eminem. Um, and I got to see Dr. Dre live, so that That's was cool. amazing. Was he like a backup? Or was uh, no, they brought him out to perform, like, because they've got a couple, they got a few songs together, so oh, they performed cool. a bunch of songs. And, and Dre performed, like, I think he performed um, Still DRE and stuff like that, like his big songs. So, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Oh, uh, very it's nice. funny because before we went there, the uh, at the train station where we live, the guy would. I bought a sandwich like at the restaurant and the guy was like, oh yeah, I heard a rumour Dr. Dre's going to be there. And I was like, no way. <laughs> and then he actually there came out and I was like, oh my God. That's so cool, Tony. So Did I know you... the feeling of losing oh, yeah. your mind to like seeing something crazy like this. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah and then when you, when you watch it live, I guess it must be different to you. Just seeing the way that like the runners and everyone like move different things and do different things for like the entrance way and the ring as well it's just insane too because you never yeah. see it on tv because no, all the yeah, product yeah. packages and stuff like, yeah, was it, like similar it... to um eminem when you saw yeah that? yeah yeah definitely because obviously they had a they had someone who opened up and yeah for them so for eminem um but yeah so yeah it was really interesting to see that's it. cool yeah so yeah, but did he do always like big hits? Oh like, yeah, all of them. Uh, oh, that's cool. How long? How long was he there for? Like two and a half hours, two hours, something like that. Yeah, it was a long night. Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's really, really good. Yeah. Oh, wicked yeah. man, wicked. But yeah, big crowds. Uh, yeah, you can't beat them. But I've never been to anything else like that. Like really, I've been to other like concerts. I've been to Reading Festival, which isn't is that in the open air, but that's a lot that's of cool. people. That's a lot more people. We we went to see something together. I know it's very different, but that was that oh, quite yeah. a lot of people. The Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, which was that. in Wembley in Are- Wembley Arena, which yeah. right next door. Yeah, which I've seen Pendulum there as well. But um, yeah, yeah, the Zelda yeah orchestra it was really good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was amazing. And they they done a Sonic one as well, which I really wanted to go yeah, to. But yeah. tickets sold out really quickly. But yeah, well, maybe they do more of them because they're really cool. Watching like yeah, classic video game music in like this massive big orchestra, and it just adds so much more feel to yeah. it. Yeah, and like, being there in person yes. is definitely like yeah. Because I remember tearing up when they were playing the Link to the Past because it's like so good. My yeah. childhood, one of my childhood games, and you could just hear them playing it. It's like oh my god, they yeah. they just add so much more. To, like nuances and so yeah, much more like yeah. extra things to it it's kind of like oh my god I remember playing it yeah I remember playing it on the old Super Nintendo <laughs> yeah classic. like think you'd be there yeah, yeah it's like, crazy like being there in person like I can't imagine the atmosphere there like I mean through the screen you can kind of feel it but oh yeah totally like being there is like a whole different thing yeah they mm. must have been going mad well you could see like you see the people going crazy like there was one guy I said like he was making sure he's getting on the camera he was oh like, yeah totally <laughs>
They go bad. So yeah. 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 And then the second one we watched, Tony, was CM Punk's surprise return at the Survivor Series 2023. So when when did this happen? Twenty so uh, fifth of November. November. Okay, Literally so happened just a few not, not long, not long ago. Now, yeah. nah. basically, there was rumours going around that he was going to go back and stuff. But then, literally, right before it happened, Paul Devek, who runs WWE, told the wrestlers who's in the cage, Punk's coming back, just to let you guys know. And then he ran it, and then it was like they had it because a cool thing with um, his NXT, which is the developmental slash like lower program like the like the C brand if, if you know what I mean okay. where Smackdown and Raw are more like the A yeah, and yeah. 1 where that's kind of like the B, C and he, he used to do a thing where he used to have the copyright logo come up thinking like, I'm going to go up to bed now I'm going to turn it off but he's like no an extra surprise and that's really cool. like yeah yeah and then because uh, I was I'm watching it live I was like I'm going to go to bed now remember hearing the static go and I was like what the fuck I literally I couldn't scream or go oh my god it's <laughs> happened because I don't want my mum up and I was like and I was like Popped up us and I was like, "Is he? Is it actually going to come out?" <laughs> I saw him come out like, "Yes!" That's and I was really cool. so excited, and I couldn't go to bed to like five in the morning. I had to listen to him, listen to the press conference <laughs> that he does talk about it and say like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." And then a the very funny, really funny thing about the whole pool of it reaction to it, it was like, because our truth and Randy Orton both came back, and he was like, "Yeah, our truth's back, isn't it, guys?" And he was like, "All right, then talk about it." And then it's like, "Yep, it's ten years. We both grown, etc." And then, yeah, he's back. Yeah, crazy. No, I really like the way they did it, like, uh, as a surprise, like you're saying, like, like making you think it's finished, and then, yeah, 
Yeah, doing that. Yeah. I, I love that sort of stuff. And I really feel like nowadays the internet has ruined a lot of stuff like that. Especially with gaming and like releases and um, just saying thing like reveals of gaming stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it happens as much in wrestling. Oh, it, it does a lot with dirt sheets and all the I different stuff. That. And it's kind of like this it's just, is, this is happening. Just, this is this person's side. This person's side. I was like, just need surprises. It's what makes that's it why, so good. Um, that's like, why when people were asking WWE, they were like, "No, nothing's happening because yeah. they're like we're yeah. not going to say anything no, because yeah. we don't want to ruin the surprise." So when they signed him, only a select people knew about it. Yeah, yeah. and then they're like, "It's just gonna." Yeah. Yeah, no, release I love... Pu- a release to the public a, and it won't be a surprise. No, exactly. A good surprise is what you need. Like, I remember, like, the, the ones I can remember are, like, at gaming events. So, like, um, I think at the Game Awards, like, I think it was, like, it was either ending or something was happening and then the whole screen, like, glitched out and shut... The, like, all the lights went off. Or it was, like, midway through a sentence. And then, like, Cyberpunk was announced or whatever, oh, which was really cool. cool. Like, they were hacking into the Game Awards. It was that's really awesome. cool. awesome. I, I love that kind or, of... Or there's one where Ed Boon came out to... Uh, like to uh, hosts or what uh, is present, it? present, present oh, yes. an award, and then midway he's like, "Here are the nominees," and then something smashed through the screen. It was like Scorpion's thing or get whatever. over here, yeah. And then it played the Mortal Kombat yeah. trailer, and then afterwards he's like, "I think that was the wrong video." <laughs> it's really good, but <laughs> stuff that like for, that. Wasn't that for X or Ten? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So I love that sort of stuff. Like a good surprise. Like it's it's what made the GTA because we we briefly spoke about GTA before this like um like the trailer was meant to air at 2 p.m. like our time on Tuesday right yeah um, and then some dickhead leaked it 15 hours before so Rockstar were like okay we'll release it so you can watch the official one and not the crappy leaked version we're really yeah which really spoiled the moment I feel because then oh, yeah, like totally. everyone was watching it at different moments people weren't ready for it and, it's and also like, as well yeah. like that's a massive dickhead thing to do because you're kind of ruining it for yeah. different people and I hope that person gets prosecuted for that well yeah well, or at least Rockstar fired. were prepared for it it seems because they were like okay here's the trailer watch it yeah um, but it's a shame but yeah because um, like it, you want that moment of like everyone being shocked and surprised like yeah, yeah. and I think as well it kind of shows their like great marketing and their great thing like, alright this has happened this is a bit of a fuck up I was like now nah, fuck it we're going to release it and then it's the best viewed video in 24 hours on YouTube now <laughs> is it? how many views has it got? Oh, it got like 80 million views in a day something like that fucking hell <laughs> it's a bit ridiculous yeah. that doesn't surprise me yeah. it is GTA 6 yeah but, um, and it's going to be like the biggest game like the fifth yeah. one was because yeah, exactly. I know oh, yeah, kind of the thing I like about Rockstar as well unlike the remastered trilogy I know we're kind of going off subject mm-hmm. is the fact that same with this whole day return of CM Punk is they do it in such a way that they're not just going to release something shit they're going to release no, that something that's going to be proper yeah, yeah, something yeah. that's did a proper time Chip H was in the in the uh, production truck chair to be like the main guy to be like alright then this is going to happen now Punk put out yeah. wanted to make sure it was done smoothly done really well yeah, and then, yeah. yeah and it didn't... I like the, so going back to the, the CM Punk thing I like that it was like a surprise and caught, yes. really caught you off guard like yeah that makes it a better moment I think rather yeah. than being prepared for it or whatever yeah because they tried to minimise it as much as possible because in the war games they were like we need a fifth member so they went straight away to be like alright then we're going to have Randy Orton come out to be the fifth member which then there was a few CM Punk chants you know because obviously but then when it did happen that's when everyone was like fuck he's here nine mm-hmm. years of nine years of like this is ended now nearly, nearly a yeah, decade yeah. hell is frozen over and it's something the... you'd never think would happen yeah no. which makes it even better because yeah. in his podcast he said a lot of negative things about Paul DeBeck Oh. Uh, because he felt like he should have lost to him and then nothing happened after his and then a lot of the booking he didn't really feel was correct where he was like he was losing to his part-timers but then he was like but what's going to happen next? Nothing, we'll just carry on because mm. you can lose and he's like but no, what's going to happen for me? And then there's a great picture of 
pulled a bet Triple H and CM Punk next to each other, pointing fingers at each other, smiling, and then see, uh, pulled a bet, funnily enough, put Hell's frozen, frozen over. And it's just that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's just... And also, as well, it helps helps wrestling industry. It helps, like, everything. Because his match is already the number one selling yeah, stuff yeah. on the Oh, yeah, it's definitely already. a big thing that will draw people in. You can tell by how many people like him. Like, yeah, it's yeah. definitely... Well, it's a good thing for them, good thing for him, I guess. Yeah, yeah and so. then even though all the sour people from the AW fans, because they don't like the way that he treated the Elite, even though they were scumbags and owner Tony Khan can't run a shit show. Like Even even now they were saying Punk's the reason why there's always negative stuff, but then after he's left for like two months now, there's still negative people coming out and moaning about the company. And then oh, really? and mm. it's kind of like, but kind of like reaps what you sow. It's kind of like if you're able to rein in people be basically say to people like um hangman page who did a promo that punk and like don't say that and said to punk don't be a dick mm. and then with the whole thing that happened with the media scrum which interested to show you one day just to kind of see reactions and now what's happened now yeah i'll do that on a future episode um where he could have stopped punk many times during that whole media scrum but didn't uh didn't tell the elite office spreading lies about punk which so is this what got uh, kicked kick, got him kicked out or whatever uh no but then through that he then got injured at the night then was off for six months and then he ended up getting his own show okay. which is then is going to also annoy the owners of warner brothers because they're now like they gave aw more stuff to keep punk and they were like what the fuck are you doing tony Khan? <laughs> and then basically punk got annoyed didn't like Seems the, like, the, sorry, it seems like nothing's going well for Warner Brothers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then the elite wouldn't meet up with him, even though Punk wanted to apologise, wanted to sort of like mend the fences, because to him he's like, let's make money, which was great when he had a return promo. He was like, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money, which was a, uh, a jab to the elite, because they're a bunch of dicks who... I mean, Kenny Omega isn't as bad as the Young Bucks, but the Young Bucks, I can't stand. They're egotistical, they're a bunch of twats, they won't do anything that doesn't make them look good even um, though they could have made every, millions upon millions of pounds uh, millions and millions of pounds you know what that reminds me of like it, sorry it's an off topic kind of thing it reminds me of the whole uh, Fast and Furious and The Rock and his contracts and Vin Diesel and their contracts yeah. like they can only be punched a certain, they have to be punched the same amount of times as the other guy they can't lose the fight they gotta it's so stupid like, I know yeah uh, because uh, I know I know obviously it's a bit different in wrestling compared to um Normal different things because then they had the brawl out because of the scrum, him and the Young Bucks and Kenny, which they all got suspended for and stuff. And obviously, Punk wanted to apologize, but then Tony Khan, being such a weak leader that he was, wouldn't put them all into the wouldn't be well, said to the elite, Do you want to meet with Punk? No, so Punk obviously thought it was going to happen, that annoyed him even more. Then there's a lot of mis- miscommunication, his travel arrangements <laughs> were, were terribly done. And then there was a moment in AW where a guy called Jack Perry, who's another dickhead part of the elite group, <laughs> like sorry, I'm, um, I'm very <laughs> pro punk, so yes, that's why I'm saying it like it like this. Um, he wants to use real glass, and then all the manager, other management were like, No, do not use real glass, it's stupid, it's going to really cut you up and stuff. Yeah. And then, um, so basically, uh, there to get Punk to say it to him, and then obviously it blew up, and then made it made it seem like Punk was a bad guy, even though Punk was asked by the higher ups like Tony Schiavone, who's like a big deal in AEW, all decided to have to speak to Jack Perry, and then Jack Perry on the all in pay per view, big dick that he is, was like real grass, climbing a river after the whole thing of him and Punk, so Punk <laughs> was like, what the fuck? He said to Tony Khan, what the fuck? And then basically, apparently lunged at Tony Khan, and they, they had a bit of a fist fight. And then basically, um, he put Jack Perry into a uh, like a chokehold to, to calm the situation down. Mm. Then uh, there was a whole hoo ha because they were like, "Fuck, what's going to happen now?" So they're going to say, "Young Bucks, you're now wrestle against FTR, who are good friends of CM Punk, CMFTR." Their match, and they were like, "Oh fuck!" So then Joe had to then 
sort out that so that they had that situation to sort out. So then they end up going out for their match. And then and for this moment, everyone was hearing like Jack Perry got in a fight with CM Punk. CM Punk got in a fight with Jack Perry and then lunge at Tony Khan, etc. And then the following week, through a, a committee, even though Tony Khan's the owner of the company, he should have done it himself, kind of letting other people take the fall for him. They sacked CM Punk with due cause, saying he feared for his life, even <laughs> though he let the man wrestle, he let the man stay there for an entire hour afterwards, take pictures of people and buy them all Nando's. Of course. And then now he's back in WWE. And then the funny thing is, everyone was saying Punk was the reason why there was always negative in AW because Seems he like was beating his mind. <laughs> and then there's still more drama because Britt Baker's come out on Twitter. This person's come out on Twitter. People have been bad and Tony Khan because they've lost CM Punk, their biggest merch mover, their biggest selling pay-per-view buys, the, the best feud, which is why we're doing the, the yeah, thing with yeah. uh, CM Punk and MGF, especially about AEW that they've done. And then they've now he's now gone back to WWE. Kind of just chucked it all out the window. <laughs> I mean, he, he, apparently he does have a behaviour clause, but then WWE people are saying it, it isn't there. It's just like they would do with normal people because I've, I'm kind of glad it's happening now because people can actually see it's not CM Punk was the issue, it's Tony Khan. He's not, yeah, he's not yeah. a proper leader. He would rather everyone be his friends and actually be a boss and the amount of injuries they've had and always have a bollocks too. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Seems like a lot of drama. <laughs> like and the, that's uh... why Hell was frozen over because before yeah. Punk went back to AW back in June, he wanted to go back to the E in the first place. So he went back to kind of mend fences and pizza people. And now he's like, I think he wanted out as soon as he could. So I was like, fuck it, I want out. He actually said to Tony Khan on the day, after the Jack Perry situation, he was like, I'm gone. I, I want to quit now. And then obviously Fair Joe enough. had to calm him down somehow. Joe didn't have the match, which was, which was a great match. Mm. I got to see him live. Got the video of, of my recording of him coming out. So, yes, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the whole backstory, Tony. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There. <laughs> it seems like... Uh, I, I'm very much yeah. saying in a pro-punk side, only because I am very much pro-punk because he is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers of all time. Yeah, yeah, but, so. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. And yeah. then it just shows how incompetent. And then now, as I told you, AW lucky to uh, sell three, four thousand people where they used to sell out arenas where AW are, where WWE sorry are selling out this arena, that arena, that arena because it's the most exciting WWE's been. Where They've AW just like was... shot themselves in the foot, really, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. And and you know what Tony Khan did to rectify this um this whole thing of CM Punk going back to WWE again? <laughs> What's that? Uh, tournaments. That man loves his tournaments. Okay. So now he's doing a round robin tournament, which is similar to the G One. But even even that the rules are convoluted because it's like they apparently are supposed to win this triple crown where they win the that whole tournament the Ring of Honor title and the New Japan Strong title. But there's there's no real talk about it that kind of thing. It's just all confusing. But then <laughs> uh, Hell's frozen over and Punk's back in WWE. Like, so yeah, nobody will really you know, care. So, about uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack, so there's been memes everywhere going. Jack Perry's a man who was able to. Um, help freeze hell over. Thank you, Jack Perry, you massive cunt. <laughs> well, there you go. And he's still been um, suspended as well because, you know, the elite apparently did a victory that lap after he left, which another, which another reason why put a sour taste in my mouth because it's like uh, the elite are elite more the young bucks, not Kenny Omega. Um, Kenny Omega is very much kind of like he doesn't really want to be involved in it. They're more the scumbags, but he's kind of more the, the neutral, if you know what I mean. Okay, yeah. I and, want to take um, the side. Yeah, and then everyone was like, how the fuck are these people with EVP if they're going to react like that after losing their biggest merch mover and then being like... Because in the 80s and 90s and stuff, they would have been like, no, nah, fuck it, you're going to be in... Like Vincent Mann, Jim Cornette said it, Dutch Mantel, where they were like, all right, you guys, um, look at Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. They hate each other in real life, but they were like, you guys are going to wrestle got a job to and do. you guys are going <laughs> to make us a lot yeah. of money and I don't care what's going to happen. Which was one of the reasons yeah. why the much will happened, not because... 
uh, Bret Hart was going to lose. He didn't want to lose to Shawn Michaels in Canada. He would have happily lost to anyone else, but uh, Bret Hart would have happily have lost to Michaels and anywhere else except for Canada, yeah. which is the only reason where that's why Vince did what he did because at the time. Bret Hart going on a completely different subject. <laughs> Technically connected to CM Punk, is CM Punk's a massive Bret Hart fan, which a lot of yeah. us are. Um, that Bret had a creative uh, clause in his contract, so he's able to cause his own creative and cause his oh, own yeah, stories, which is why yeah, he did yeah. that. And and then it was like people hate each other for many years, and they were like, if it will make them a lot of money, they'll they'll fucking go out and have a match. Yeah, which is what the elite for being idiots that, that they are. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you left out. A chance to, especially at Wembley, if they had CM Punk and FTR against the Elite, or even CM Punk versus Kenny Omega, or and then have still have the match they had anyway with the Young Bucks versus FTR, they lost out on millions. You guys could have made millions upon millions upon millions for this one match. That, their feelings got hurt. I know. It's just like, <laughs> but that's, that's, that's yeah. the reason why Punk said we did in his return promo. He said, "I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money," which is what the whole point of wrestling is. I know people like to be friends with each other because obviously mm. it makes it more safer, etc. But then at the same time, it's like, but you're there to make money, and it's like, and also as well, you made your boss, the lead, the president of the company, lose out on millions of uh, as well because of your e- egotistical being like, if Punk is, if Punk doesn't do anything for six months, we would potentially do something with him. Uh, and you say that after he got fired, <laughs> yeah, uh, for for you know putting the fear to someone's life, and I'm like, really? It seems like they're all just kind of jealous in a way. <laughs> and that's and that's and I think the whole whole thing of that. Uh, they are. They are yeah. because they wanted to be the, the because they were for many years in New Japan like the big dogs because they were part of the Bullet Club, which were like the biggest faction in the world, and mm-hmm. they had things like Hot Topic and stuff. And I'm like, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why I'm, I'm off AW now because I'm like, why do I want to support a company who have idiots like that? Yeah, where it's kind of like I, I obviously yes. I obviously understand the broad up people should be fighting each other. Yes, they got suspended. Yes, they had the thing, but then at the same time, if it will make you money, work with these people. There's there's been some times that I've hated working with different people. And I'm like, and but you're there to do happen, a job. But I'm there, there to do, we, we, we're there to do a job. Yeah. I, know, I know it's a bit different from, but then it's no, like, it's just you're there to do a job, do your job, don't like, yeah, yeah. They just kind of, and it kind of shows the whole EVPsness, and then having Brian Danielson being in charge of the executive uh, disciplinary committee and stuff, and it's kind of like, and also it shows just how Tony Khan has no bollocks. It's kind of <laughs> like you, if you used your like your power that you're supposed to have, rather than being friends with everyone and being this and being that, like actually do something to kind of like help support your company because now it's in the toilet. AEW's in disarray. There's no morale's as low as fuck. It's all this sort of stuff. But then in my head I'm thinking, you could have kept punk. You could have made the most amount of money ever in one pay-per-view night that you could have done in your whole history of your company. Like I said, this just they shot themselves in yeah. their foot. So, and yeah. then they gave back uh, CM Punk to... They literally just, yeah, it's yeah, that's to, insane. To the enemy who he yeah. hated for nine years. Mm. Well, it's the same, like, again, sorry, going back to the uh, gaming-related thing, but going back to the Konami thing, they had Hideo Kojima at their helm. Yeah. Who made them so much money, and they just, again, Konami shot themselves in the foot, and they've just sent him off to go make games elsewhere. Like, yeah. And now Konami are just, who knows what they're doing. Uh, Pachinko machines. (laughs) Yeah, making Which probably makes him money, but it's not. I mean, the only good Konami game they made recently, but then again, it wasn't really them. It was Digital Eclipse, who basically did the collection, was a Turtles collection, because it was all the old Konami, NES, NES, Mega Drive arcade I don't think they can take credit for much, can they? So, But that's kind of, that's what it feels like with this. Like, you can't give him credit where he's just sent CM Punk off. Yeah. I I mean, you can kind of, because they're like, 
they were able to mend the, they made that broken bridge. I mean, Whatever yeah, you want to yeah. say about mending things for nine years, it's like, yeah. Paul of X like, yep. And then it's going to make him a load of money because Seth Rollins is very much like, I might not personally like the guy, but if, same with a lot of the wrestlers there, if he'll make me money, I'll make, I'll make the money because he knows he's going to make money at the Rumble. Yeah. They know because it's going to be his first match for like nine years, they're going to have it at the Rumble, I think, against Seth or, and then apparently they want to have him against Roman for Mania or against Austin for Mania or whatever. Use him in and everything. Because <laughs> even though it's now premier live events, it's not real pay-per-view, it's on the network. It, I mean, the episode of Raw, there were thousands of people wanting to rewatch it because of like, Punk's back, which you can oh, say. Oh yeah, that moment would be re- rewatched and rewatched. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, even that, because from social media alone, they had from that one video that moment of CM Punk coming back, over 77 million likes, follows, downloads, etc., whatever you want to call it, from that one moment yeah. on all their social media. 77 yeah, yeah. in one day. Yeah, there you go. Just shows the power of the WWE and CM Punk to, yeah. to do this. So, yeah. Craziness. <laughs> yeah, but talking about the actual video itself, I mean, how did you find the crowd reaction and then obviously the the shots of the crowd and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, they they seemed just as hyped for him. Like, yeah, um, like you said, there was that guy just chanting Chicago. And yes. like Chicago, uh, Chicago, yeah. Chicago. I mean, yeah. as much as, obviously it was like, what, what town is this? I'm, I'm kind of like, you're a lucky fucker. You get to be on TV chanting Chicago. Yeah, I even yeah. said to you when we were watching it, how long do you reckon it'll become a meme? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Rather than <laughs> Chicago. It's like, what town is this? Yeah. yeah, yeah, not the same. <laughs> nah, not the same at all, though. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was cool. There you go. And then, did you like the fact when he was doing it? It's clobbering time. You had all the crowd like scream it with him as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know? Do you know what that's a reference of? Uh, is it a, a comic reference? Yes. From um, is it a thing? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that into yeah, it. Yeah, CM I... Punk is a big comic book guy because oh, okay. he did a um, comic book. He wrote one for Drax. Oh, okay. That's cool. And he's a big, he's a really good friend as well with Dave Bautista who obviously wrestled with him and stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They wrestled each nice. other a few times as well, actually, too. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So, between the two videos, Tony, which one would you say had the more better reaction? I know one was kind of a surprise, like... but it wasn't, but the second one was definitely a surprise. Yeah, I feel like the first one um, is helped by its length. It's a bit longer and there's a bit more to it, like, um, and it's more time for him to do different things, I guess, if you go know what I mean, like jumping in the crowd and whatnot, whereas the second one's a bit shorter, but I, I, me not, like, obviously watching it and being completely surprised takes a bit away from it, I imagine. Oh, oh, so, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, um, but I um, think they're both like show like he's popular and they're both yeah show he's kind of loved wherever he goes <laughs> yeah yeah and it shows as well because it's the e they're able to like run the show popping stuff and because it's right at the end of the show they couldn't do like the full four or five minutes because they're like Fuck, we need to end it now so then they yeah ended it when they did there and then like and also as well um what do you think then no commentary either yeah in the no, second yeah, one yeah, too i thought it was really cool as yeah, well yeah 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 no definitely lets the moment yeah. Think for itself, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Don't need someone telling you what's going on. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So really good. That's cool, man. Cool. I can see how excited you are for it. Oh, I'm, I'm very excited, man. <laughs> um, WWE, since Vincent Mann has left creative, has been the most exciting and most epic it's been because before he left, it was all very much like wins and losses didn't matter, storylines didn't matter. Now they do matter. They've made the IC Championship, which was seen as a sort of like a, a pittance kind of title, 
get back its credibility again. Gunther, who is this, who was known as Walter, is this absolute beast of a man that can basically beat you in three or four different ways. They made that title really good. <laughs> Roman Reigns has been the universal undisputed champion for over a thousand days, so that's built it up. And it's been the most exciting. It's been with Punk back, Autumn back. It's just been... Hmm. So it feels it, like it goes through waves, these different things. Like, oh, it does, you know, yeah. Really high moments, and then it kind of like peters off a bit, and then... Oh, yeah. yeah. And the women's, women's division is really one. good as well. I mean, Rhea Ripley is a megastar. Have you ever seen... You know Rhea Ripley, don't you? Uh, the name sounds familiar. I think you've maybe shown me. Yeah, yeah she's a, like this, like, her nickname's Marmy, and she's like this someone who's like so over in anything, and she's so good as well. Like, she's amazing. Her match against Charlotte Flair at Mania was really, really good. Hmm. And it's just so cool to have Punk back as well because they in a sense they don't really need him yeah. because they're, they're the most popular they've been for years they're this they're that but actually with Punk being back it kind of adds that sort of like the cherry on top to kind of be like oh we, yeah. we're really good at the moment but actually we're going to be even better now and then it gives people those dream matches him against Austin him against um, Gunther Roman Reigns Seth Rollins um, Kevin Owens Sami Zayn that's just the tip of the iceberg of all the potential matches that we might have and stuff. So it's yeah, just so, yeah. so cool to see him back in the E. The potential and... is there. <laughs> yes, yeah. And it's going to make him earn yeah. money as well. I mean, the fact, like I said earlier, his merch is the number yeah. one selling merch in the company. It just shows just the pop. And I, I want to buy his shirt now. There and you I'm, go. I'm going yeah. to when I get next to get paid. So yeah. Nice. Cool, cool. So yeah, man, it was cool. Yeah. So yeah. It's cool to see, like, uh, yeah, just people hyped over something. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, totally, man, yeah. totally. And it's been the most hyped they've been about wrestling for a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. And it's just so. And also, when I was when they came back, I watched the video about a thousand times. I kept on watching it, kept to watch it, listen to yeah, the music as well yeah. because they did a remastered of the theme tune as well. Because you notice the theme sounded slightly different than it yeah, did yeah. Uh, when it was in AW. Yeah, and no, stuff, definitely. So yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah, it was good. So yeah, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. So yeah, yeah. CM Punk, the best in the world. So yeah, Tony, before we head off for tour, my man, do you have anything at all to plug to the peeps or anything uh, you want to say f- to kind of finish off the chat? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, we're playing a lot of games over on Howdy Game. We are we're indeed. We're playing classic Super Metroid, if you really uh, enjoyed it. Best game in the world. Some Spyro 2 as well. So yeah, like best that. game in the world. Did you like that? <laughs> yeah. Best in the world, best in um, I, I had to. There we go, yeah. So that's it, pretty much, yeah. So oh, go check nice. it out. Yeah. We're playing a lot of games. We are indeed. We'll also be playing Spyro 2 as well. Yes. And finally, uh, this is this is going to be released before the videos appear on how the game itself. <laughs> and finally, we got past that fucking ice hockey level. <laughs> yeah. You fuckers. And <laughs> you can see PS1, Mark rage if you Yes, want. I was raging. I mm-hmm. was raging. And I'll include a link when it comes out in, in the description of the, of the thing as well. Nice. So yeah, Tony. So awesome. So yeah, guys, don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to Nay Wrestling. We have been your amazing hosts, as always. The best in the world, Loser Quest Tony. Hello. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> and me, your boy, Mark Sylvester. And don't forget, guys, to take care. And always remember, I'm back. <laughs> Chicago, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. <laughs>
Yeah.